the galaxy is full of film, and this is the Galaxy of Film Podcast. And welcome back to the brand new episode of Galaxy of Film. I am your host, Max. I'm, of course, joined with my co-host, none other than Danilo. How are you doing, man? I'm good, man. Real descriptive. Good job, bud. Good Thank job. <laughs> chilling. Yeah. Just chilling. Just chilling. Yeah, dude. It's um kind of weird. Whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. I just got a message on Indeed, and they said my application... Radio and media, multimedia marketing of the United States has sent me a message. Oh, what's it say? Go ahead. No, no, no. We'll, we'll keep them in suspense, dude. They'll know before they hear this episode. I'll talk about on on our week of, uh, on our Brokeback Mountain episode, dude. That's just the type of time travelers we are. Yeah, we talked about that last week when we talked about Rogue One. Um, currently, we're, we're fucking, you know, just in the fucking multiverse, basically. We're just doing what the fuck ever. Uh, we got the TVA after our asses, because it's currently a week before Celebration, but this is dropping a week after Celebration for you guys. Um, yeah. I'm sure we had a great time there. How, what do you think, Danilo? Celebration? Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty lit. You, you had fun? Yeah, man. I mean, I, I really didn't care for any of the announcements, but it was cool. <laughs> of course you didn't care for them. Oh, <laughs> <Ugh>, you fuck. <laughs> Jeez, dude. Let's get into this week's episode. Uh, this is pre-recorded, obviously, for you guys, so it's a bit more of a bare-bones episode, but you know what? We got some stuff for you. We're talking Monsters Incorporated and Monsters University. Um, we haven't done too many Pixar movies, surprisingly, Danilo. No, we haven't. We've done, what, Soul and Luca? Luke, we did Cars with Luca. Cars, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Turning Red. Yeah. Uh, that's it, I think. Yeah. I think so. There's a lot of Pixar's uh, filmography. Yeah, it's kind of wild we didn't dive down that one yet too much. We're a family-friendly podcast, dude. We don't give a fuck. <laughs> That's why. That's why. Yeah, kind of, man. Um, how much... When was the first time you watched Monsters Incorporated? I don't know, dude. I had to be like a fucking child at that point. Five? Okay. And like, it was early on, dude. It was early on. Yeah, what year did... Incorporated come out 2001 29 no I was gonna say 1999 yeah, 2001 November 2nd 2001 yeah dude so I didn't I want to say I saw this in theaters strictly because my birthday is November 9th right and one of my earliest memories and maybe it's just because I watch this over and over again um, like my parents had a camcorder and they documented my second birthday almost the entire day and for whatever reason, that was like a constant tape I watched throughout my childhood. And in that tape, you know, I referenced Monsters, Inc. several times as a fucking two-year-old. I'm talking about Mike and Sully the entire time. Um, that was like the, the gift thing everyone got. It was like something Monsters, Inc. related. Whether it be, I remember like my aunt got me like the whole um, McDonald's toy line that, for that year for my birthday, which, because she was younger or whatever. Um, had some stuffed animals from it. Like, Monsters, Inc. was my fucking thing at that point. So I guess I saw this in theaters, even though I don't remember that experience. Okay. Um, but that was my earliest memory, is that birthday. So I'm assuming I saw it at least. 
Um, did you see Monsters University in theaters? Yeah, dude. I remember seeing that one in theaters. My sister, I, and my mom all went. My mom took us. Okay, that one I didn't get to see in theaters, actually. Um, 2011, that was 2013, excuse me. I'm thinking yeah. of The Muppets, it's 2011. Come um, on, dude. Only the best here at Galaxy of Film. That's why I was talking about The Muppets, buddy. Anyways, dude, for whatever reason, I didn't see University in theaters. Um, I don't know. I remember I bought the the weirdest Blu-ray combo pack. Um, it was for Disney Infinity. Do you remember when that was a thing? Yeah. With the figures? It was the Blu-ray pack that came with the Mike Wazowski figure. Because okay. at first, the Mike figure was exclusive to the combo pack. And then he came out separately like three or four months later. Yeah. Oh, I oh dude. Oh, great. Dude, I remember I dressed up as a Masters University character my freshman year of high school. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I wore the Masters Unit because... It was high school, you know, freshman year. You're not trying to like be a be a fucking re, and uh, you know, just go all out. So I just wore like a polo, like a quarter zip. Mm-hmm. We had to wear lanyards for school because we went to a private school. Fuck that. And then I had my lanyard. I put a, like a Monsters University like name tag on it and hooked it all up. Mm-hmm. And then I had the hat. Oh, that's remember, dope, dude. Yeah, dude. I remember this one girl in my art class. She's like, "That's a nice costume, Nilo." I was like, "Thanks." Thanks. Shout out to Maddie Daddy. If she's, if she's ever listening to this, I know she's not. But shout, shout out to Maddie Daddy, bro. Fuck yeah. Someone go find her ass. Harold, Harold, go find this woman. Send her a message and thank her. <laughs> Harold, don't, bro. Harold, don't. That's a dope costume, though, man. I like it. I think my freshman year, I had the same issue. You know, you don't want to you want to do something. You want to go have fun with your friends. You don't want to, like, be in a full fucking costume. Yeah, yeah. Um, See, I, wore, I was a Ghostbuster for Halloween. See, dude, that's kind of gay. <laughs> Anyways, nope. dude, that was a fucking Ghostbuster, but I didn't want to, like, come in wearing a fucking... The dump suit, so I had the Proton pack, and I walked in school, actually, with a suit, full suit, because I wore my fucking suit every day to school, and a Proton pack, and I was like, I'm from Ghostbusters 2 when they're getting sued by the EPA at the start of the movie. <laughs> so you didn't wear a jumpsuit? No. But you wore a full a suit and tie and a proton pack to school. That doesn't even make sense, dude. If that if that doesn't make sense to you guys, give us a two star rating. I was like, oh, I'm Bill Murray in the start of Ghostbusters too, because like the fucking EPA, no, the EPA is for fucking the Simpsons movie. The city of New York is suing the Ghostbusters at the first like twenty minutes of the movie. Like they're in a courtroom being sued. And they're only abrupted because, like, someone who had the who got the fucking chair in that same courtroom, their fucking ghost comes out, and they have to go say like stop the ghost last minute. So then, like, the city officials give them the proton packs and shit in the courtroom. So my excuse was, yeah, I'm just fucking Bill Murray and getting sued, shooting ghosts. Sick Halloween costume, bro. Okay, what's up with fucking Monsters Inc., dude? You're an asshole. <laughs> Um, give me the fucking recap on this thing, Danilo. Oh, which one, dude? Monsters Incorporated. Okay, so they're monsters, and they scare people for a job. They go through some doors. Who is it? Sully and... And what's the fucking And No, the lizard's guy's name. Oh, Randall. Randall. They're kind of competing for a top dog, head honcho of the, of the Monsters, Inc. And then all of a sudden, some girl pops through. I don't know. What's her name? Boo? Boo? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Boo. And then they become attached to it. And it's kind of just like Mandalorian finding Grogu. 
Ooh, and, I hate that you just made that comparison. <laughs> well, all of a sudden, they keep going on, and um, what's his Randall Harold, whatever his fucking not Harold. Who's the scorpion guy again? Anyway, dude, the purple guy is like all upset, dude, and they started having a big battle. And Boo's trying to get back home. They're trying to get her back home, uh, but they can't open the door because the door was shredded by Randall or whatever his fucking name guy, whatever his fucking name was. They finally get it open, and then that's it. And they send Boo back. I just love it whenever we get a chance to talk about a movie we really fucking love, and we end up having nothing to say about it. <laughs> dude, I like this movie. I, I have a lot of things to say about this movie, dude. Go for it, dude, because this sounds exactly like when we did Cars. <laughs> no, dude, we spent a good minute on Cars. Yeah, a good 60 seconds on it. No, we didn't, dude. Go back and listen to that episode. That was a short... Okay, anyways, dude, give me some of your thoughts on Monsters. What do we pair Cars with? Luca. We talked about Cars more than we did Luca, dude. Though we didn't, because we made a joke about it. No. <laughs> Anyways, dude, fucking Monsters, Inc. Alright, dude. Anyway, Monsters, Inc. was kind of lit. Um, I don't know. It wasn't my favorite Pixar movie. Um, I thought it was a cool concept, though, especially not looking at it as an adult. Like, your enemies now your protector, basically. Mm. You know, because they're, like, they're moral adversaries. You know, a monster and a child. I thought that was very cool. I like the relationship between Mike and his little girlfriend. What's her fucking name? Celia. Dave. What? Celia. Yeah, Daisy. And then they're just kind of cool. I like the boss, too. I thought the boss was pretty interesting. And, you know, when you look back at this as an adult, this really just shows how pretty bad corporate America really is, man. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. With the, with the boss and everything, just kind of making everyone do the bitch work and, you know, using in all the money and shit like that. And you're like, wow, this is what I get to look for for the next 40 years. Sick. <laughs> Oh, speaking of looking back at this as an adult, dude, I'm very surprised how well the animation holds up for this. Because even looking back at this now, like, this is fucking, it, like, it looks solid, the, the whole fucking thing. It holds up, looks great in 4K, even. Um, voice acting's pretty spot on. We got John Goodman as Sully, and Billy Crystal as Mike. I'm a big John Goodman fan, personally, are you? Are you there? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, no, not really, dude. I never got into John Goodman. Uh, I like Mike better. Oh, okay. That's funny, dude. You're kind of like Sully. I'm kind of like Mike. Yeah. Now, see, dude, see the word. You get into the weird time travel shit, right? Because you say that a week from us going to celebration, where yeah. we're a block away from Disney. Yeah. Now I'm going to force you to go to Disney with me to get a picture with Mike and Sully because that's fucking hilarious. That's not me, dude. Fuck Who's yeah, our dude? Dude? Who's our boo? Yeah. Curtis was going to be, but like you. <laughs> yeah, films our boo, dude. That's right. That's Who's our right, Randall, though? Our Randall? Yeah. <sighs> we can't name 40. those names on the podcast, dude. We can't name those names on the podcast. Episode 40. Anyways, continuing on with the fucking thing. Um, so you weren't a big John Goodman fan, you said, right? No? I just, like, I just don't go out of my way to see his stuff. Okay. But, like, he, it, he's fine, you know. Mm. But I liked Mike when I was growing up. I thought Mike, Mike obviously got the laughs because he was just in pain constantly. Because mm. that's what Boo, like, relax. And so, obviously, when you're a kid, you're just like Boo. So, you like Mike more. Okay. That's an interesting point, dude. I fucking love Sully. He was always my go to of the two. Um, when we get to, like, Mons University, though, in a second, or do you want to just fucking dive into it right now? 
Master University? We'll talk about both in the same time. Want to just do it that way? I want to hear your thoughts on the ending. Oh, on the ending specifically in Incorporate. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, dude. Anyways, I was a big Sully fan. I prefer Mike in University. We'll get to that later on. Um, I'm a huge fucking fan, though, dude, of fucking Fungus in this movie. Fungus is the little red dude who has three eyes and the hard hat who's with yeah. Randall. That's Frank yeah, yeah. Oz. Really? Okay, that I didn't know up until now, dude. That's Frank Oz and Randall Steve Buscemi, actually, as well. Which, yeah, I did not know that. Really? Okay. At all. I had a little uh, action figure of Fungus, actually. I had a bunch of fucking toys from Monsters, Inc., dude. For whatever reason, like, Toy Story, Monsters, Inc., and Finding Nemo. Like, I had actual, like, three and three-quarter scale, like, action figures of these fucking guys. It was ridiculous. Were they Happy Meals, or...? No, I had, like, legit action figures of them that were from, like, a Disney store. Dude, Fungus was rough, though. Fungus, like, didn't have a death scene, but it was kind of dark for a kid's movie, dude. Oh, the lip-sucking thing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on, dude? But... Yeah, dude, I had fucking, like, Fungus hanging out with my Star Wars figures. Like, I would just fuck around because they were basically three and three-quarter scale. Yeah, yeah, so they fit with the scale. For the most part. Fungus was tall for whatever reason, like his figure. So like, he was like Chewbacca size for some fucking reason, which in the movie he's not clearly. Yeah, no, he's Mike size. Yeah, exactly. Like he is comparable to Sully for an action figure, which is fucking weird. Um, but yeah, I had like Finding Nemo figures and everything too. Obviously, a bunch of Toy Story stuff, which was kind of easy to bring into a toy form, obviously. Um, but Monsters Inc was the shit for me, dude. Um, the ending, though, where are you talking about specifically where Sully gets the piece of the door and goes to Cebu? Yeah, yeah. Talk about a fucking cliffhanger, in my opinion, dude. I know for years and years, everyone wanted a second Incredibles movie. Um, I, did, I couldn't give a fuck about a second Incredibles. Like, yeah, I enjoyed the first one, loved the first one even. And as much as I wanted to, Monsters, Inc. 2 is what I've always wanted like for a sequel in Pixar. It's sort of this day that is the fucking sequel I want. You know, when it Monsters University got announced, I remember reading the articles of it coming out, because um, that was around the same time period like Force Awakens was announced, like when Disney bought Star Wars. So yeah. I remember hearing the first details about Force Awakens on the article. Same way with Monsters University, um, and I was just like, based off the initial um, announcement, I was disappointed, strictly or simply because I love the ending of Incorporated so much. I love the... I'm, I'm a huge sucker of someone who's, like, really down in the fucking dumps. Like, has their day just shitted on. And then they get that one piece of hope that just instantly, like, brightens their fucking day. And that that's what the ending represented for me as a kid. Non-stop. Like, this something was always something that, like... This was my light at the end of the tunnel. This is what I visualized when everyone told me that. For whatever reason, it was Monsters, Inc. So, yeah. yeah. What are your thoughts on the ending? Oh, yeah, I meant when Randall died, but that's cool. Oh. The <laughs> oh, you're a fuck, dude. Uh, Randall doesn't die. They just put him in the fucking... In the thing, yeah. In, the, in a different door. Yeah, I know. I thought that was kind of cool, though. That's what I want to see. Randall origin story. I could see Randall come back in the show. We'll get to the show, too. I've, I've watched all that as well. Monsters, Inc. just wasn't something I was, like, big on, dude, growing up. Okay. Like, for me, it was just Star Wars and stuff. Like, Pixar stuff was just kind of like, okay, that's cool. Good flick. That's fair, dude. That's interesting. Because, like, it, I don't know. For whatever reason, the two of them were always, like, neck and neck. 
Yeah, yeah. That's like I guess when like Disney when Disney bought Star Wars and Lucasfilm out, like online I put up a front just because everyone was upset when that came out in 2012 when those news came out. But, I like remember. I was almost like it kind of felt at home because I was I was the kid playing with fucking Monsters Inc. characters and clone troopers. So like Disney or Star Wars buying or being bought out by Disney felt right in a sense of that. Just for that weird like Pixar collaboration I kept doing as a kid. Um, okay. It was very prominent for me. Always. Just Pixar in general. Like it was something I looked forward to yearly was that film. Um, they were the first movies I collected actually. Like every time I wanted them with a slip cover on DVD and I had them organized by year release instead of just by like Toy Story 1, 2, and 3. No, it was, you know, Bugs Life, Toy Story, or Toy Story, Bugs Life, Toy Story 2, Monsters, Inc., and so forth. Yeah, are you a Disney adult? No, no. I'm just, exactly. I'm really passionate about the older Pixar stuff, though. Yeah, okay, buddy. Okay, dude. Okay. Um, let's talk about the score for a second. I think the score in all three of the Monsters projects are fucking fantastic across the board, too. This It's very jazzy and, like, lively, in a sense. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Yeah, 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 dude. For sure they are. I found it when they went to a sushi place, for sure. Or what was that place? It is a sushi place, I think. Yeah, yeah, with the chef and the octopus chef or whatever. Mm-hmm. I always liked that thing. I always thought that was cool. I thought the music in there was good, too. This movie's kind of, like, cozy for whatever reason. Because, you know, the majority of the movie takes place in this warehouse, which is pretty bland. Um, yeah, yeah. And, like, even in the university when you see and in the show, it's just very bland in general. But the bits of, like, outside that we see, the sushi sushi restaurant, um, their apartment building, the street in front of their apartment towards the end of the movie, the cave of the abominable snowman, the, like, some of the random parts. Like, really, the the random bits of world building makes this movie feel cozy for whatever reason. The world building in this movie is incredible, dude. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, that's like how world building should be. You just go to your main your main stage, which is Ink, Monsters mm-hmm. Inc. Then you go to all your little side projects, maybe their house, maybe somewhere here, and you just see random things on the street and everything. That gives more lore to it without going into too much detail. Yeah. Well, and that's what I loved about it. I loved the world they created, and we saw more of that in Monsters University, which honestly I think is why I like that one more than Ink. Okay, well, let's talk about University. For- go ahead, man. Yeah, dude. University for me, I saw it with my sister. Mom took us, like, what, what's it called? Matinee showing when it's midday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, matinee showing. I'm like, damn, dude, this movie's fucking sick. There was one part where I thought it could end, and I was a bit lost. When they go to, like, the real world, and they go to, like, that cabin or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was like, eh. I don't know if we really needed that, guys, but okay, whatever. Anyway, though, I found that real weird, in my opinion. Um, but anyway, though, Cam and uh, not, Mike and Sully are going to Monster University, the scare university, to get their scares up because they need a job when they grow up. You know, so they go do that. They make sure everything's all good. They want to join a like what's it, a fraternity or like a frat or whatever, basically. Yeah. But they get kind of they get kind of picked with the fucking losers, the loser squad, basically. Who's Macappa? You got 40-year-old dad and just a few rejects here and there, you know, whatever. And they're going to this tournament because the dean's heading up this tournament. And she's like, all right, anyone who can finish this is like, get a, gets a good job or whatever, you know. So they get stuck with Uzma Kappa and they just get their asses handed to them in the first few rounds. Then they're like, actually, we can use our, you know, weirdness to our strengths. So they start doing that. Mike and Sully, they'll have a falling out midway through. So they have to rebuild their friendship and gain it back all together. They do that, obviously, because it's a kid's movie. Louis McCappa is goaded as hell, and then they get their job. 
No, they get uh, they get expelled, don't they? Yeah, this doesn't end on the happy ending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they get expelled. <laughs> they get expelled, and they're like, "Sick one, sick one." But anyway, they still got hired at Monsters Inc. Yeah, they in go the in the mailroom. Mail yep. Yep, in the mailroom, and I always thought that was kind of cool, dude. They worked their ways up, you know, because you know where their story ends in Ink, but they mm -hmm. worked their way up in the mailroom. You know, just two kind of schmoes just shooting the shit, kind of like us. Mm. 20 years down the line they're big as hell yeah cause he's the fucking like him and Randall are competing in the first film they're the top two yeah. basically yeah and he and he, he wins he's head honcho yeah so yep so I agree dude I like that yeah, it's, it's basically a full circle basically yeah so I, I really like the ending on that terms um university's just odd for whatever reason dude as many times as I've seen university this is one of the more forgettable Pixar films for me. Um, which is weird because I, I thoroughly enjoy it. I have no issues of University. I think it's a worthy prequel to Incorporated. And I really like that the first film kind of focuses and really sets Sully as the protagonist. Um, and I really admire that University does that with Mike. You know, okay. I feel like it just for. It's just a bit of an advantage to it to where I feel like, okay. If I put the two films in comparison to each other, and like as one whole story, I feel like now they're balanced out. So I really appreciate University going ahead and fleshing out Mike a bit more. Um, I think it's simply just the challenges with the University, or like the, with the, the sororities and fraternities. Those challenges themselves are a little bit forgetful for me. Like I remember games do happen. I remember like the dean gets pissed off. Remember they get expelled. I remember. Um, you know, Sully fucks up and gets kicked out of his fraternity, so he has to go to Mike's, whatever. They kind of, like, re-earn a spot. Like, I remember all these key points, but I could not tell you a single one of these fucking games they experience, which is a good chunk of the movie. You know what I'm saying? It is, yeah. And I know what you're talking about. The only one I remember was if you touch a toy, you, like, pop up or whatever. That is the, the only thing I remember, but I couldn't tell you what the game was. And the dragon at the end, or the big thing they're battling at the end. Mm-hmm. And that's really about it, but I can't tell you that middle game. Because I know there's a middle game that goes on, too. Yeah. It's not just two. But I love Monsters University. I remember when I watched it, I loved it. It's just so, like... I don't know, I like that story about reject, the underdog and rejects. Mm -hmm. You know, I always find that to just be absolutely incredible. Like, uh... It's just a wild... It's, it's, it's a ragtag team of groups, basically, you know? I like that when it's like, like that as well. Just weird people who actually come together somehow, some way. And make mm -hmm. it work. Maybe that's because I played sports back in the day, you know, and everyone got their little niche or whatever, or niche, you know, so you actually did have to come together to win games and everything. You couldn't just be like, we're hot shit, you know, we can get it done. Everyone was doing their own thing, things like that. But no, dude, I love this movie. I thought it was very cool. I thought the college aspect was cool. It adds more world building. We see different types of monsters. Um, at this age, I wanted to go to college. You know, at this age, I was like, maybe, maybe this is not, this is what college is like, but you know, like, when you're a kid, you always envision college as, like, something pretty cool. Mm -hmm. You know, big buildings and everything like that. Friendships you make and everything like that. So I did like uh, this one. But like I said, that little chunk where they go out of uh, whatever you call it to the real world. And that's, like, when their friendship is coming back together again. Mm -hmm. I just didn't like that. I just thought that was so – I thought there could have been a way better way of doing that. We saw the doors back then. I don't think we need to see them now. Okay, that's an interesting point. Um, you brought up, like, you know, you really wanted to go to college. That's why it fascinated you. 
when this came out, my dad was working full-time at a university. So I was constantly out of college. So I think maybe that kind of impacted my viewing on this at first. And maybe that's why it's a bit forgettable. Okay. Um, just because I was always at a university, like, every weekend. I was going there every week for his soccer games and stuff. Um, and I just quit giving a shit. Like, I was always there, and I'm watching a movie about it. I don't know. It didn't really stick too much till I was older, I guess. I get you, dude. It is, I get you. It is kind of a forgetful movie, though. Mm. You know, it seems like it was a bit of a cash grab sometimes, too. A little bit. Like, this feels... You know, Pixar has, I call them, like, just the sequels, you know? Not counting yeah. Toy Story 2, because it came out almost immediately. Um, but, like, Toy Story 3, Monster University, Cars 2, and Incredibles 2. Like, they're all up for weird debate. Um, and it's odd, because I think all of them are good. Well, I think Monster University and Toy Story 3 are good. Um, and Finding Dory. But, like, Incredibles 2, Cars 2, you know, they kind of fall flat, I feel like. Um... This is a weird one. This was like a... I enjoy it thoroughly. I appreciate it as I've gotten older. But still, part of me wishes I had gotten that Monsters, Inc. 2 instead. But, yeah. Yeah. No, I... Because it, this was what? Is this their only prequel? This is the only prequel. Um, we did get a spinoff show. As you, you haven't watched this at all, I assume. Monsters at Work? I haven't. No, I just haven't had the time. But I've always wanted to because I liked the... Like I said, I liked the world they created. I thought it was very interesting. Hmm. But I just I, never got it. Whenever it came out initially, I remember talking on the show segment about like the first two episodes. Yeah. Um, and I really I fell off of it just because I was I didn't really care for it on um as far as like the timeline goes, because Monsters at Work takes place immediately after Monsters Incorporated the very next day. Um, okay. And why I say that with is not and this is what's very unclear about until the season finale. So upon actually binging through the whole season in one take for this episode, I really like the season, now that it makes sense. Monsters okay. at Work takes place a day after everything goes down at the warehouse. Yeah, yeah. When we with see... Mike or with the guy with the sock? Everything. Oh, it okay. takes place after the entire Boo situation. Okay. It's the very next fucking day when the crab guy gets arrested and all that. Yeah, yeah. However, when we see Sully open the door, Boo's door, and he has the tie and the clipboard, that is months later. Okay. From, so the actual ending of Incorporated is months after everything has happened. So Monsters at Work is the next day, Sully and Mike finding out they're the bosses and then making the changes we see for the very end of Incorporated. Okay. So it's them implementing the change from scare um, power to laughter being their oh. next, like, energy source. Yeah, yeah. That's the main thing. And we're, we're following places of Tyler, I forget his last, I forget most of the characters' last name, but they're on the MIF team. And they're kind of forgettable because they're almost carbon copies of the office for in a sense um your main character tyler who's kind of like your jim halpert he's just his honest working dude he wants to be in a different apartment work his way up but he's just kind of stuck with people he doesn't really initially like but they grow on him yeah, yeah. um you have your kind of older like formerly popular out of style boss who's just wacky doing what the fuck ever um you have your co-worker who's thinking he's second in command to the point where he literally makes the gym character sign a contract saying he's not going to come after the assistant job. And he's just a fucking... He's just an ass kisser. He's Dwight. 
Like, it's very carbon copy. Basically. It is The Office, but does it have The Office structure? Yeah, yeah. It's not like a doc. No one's looking at the camera dressing anything. It's just the characters, which is interesting. Um, And I think it does work in its favor for this. Um, Monsters at Work has the budget, it feels like, to where everything's just kind of... This is a second-hand thing, it feels like. And that's okay. I think this would be... This is just good world-building, in my opinion. It's fun, it's harmless. Um, I think Monsters at Work would have done so much better if it was an on-air show when we were kids. Because I know, like, even though it had a good season and a good ending, too, because it literally ends with Sully about to go open the door. Like, he... You see him, like, look at the clipboard, and it's right when he's about to look up and notice the fucking paint chip. Yeah. So it's really cool that it's almost seamless, and they joke about it nonstop, about the inconsistency. Because, like, when the Abominable Snowman comes in, he's like, oh, it's been years since I've seen you guys. And Sully's like, you know, it's been a week. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. And they do a lot of, like, wall breaking, too. There's an episode where, like, they have to go bowling. And because John Goodman and Sully, what do they call the episode? The Big Wazowski. Because, you know, John Goodman's the co-star hey. in Big Lebowski. Yeah, good shit, dude. Um, whenever they I might go actually to... watch tonight, dude. Because I don't know what time I'm going to watch tonight. So I might actually just rip this tonight. This sounds interesting. Yeah, whenever they go to see the Abominable Snowman, they recreate the... Oh, fuck, the Wampa scene. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just completely recreated. It's cool, man. Like, it's harmless. This feels... Again, this is what I see. Like, Star Wars felt at home with Disney... This is the best example I can think of it. Because this is, like, gold for me as a kid. I'm literally getting my Monsters, Inc. characters doing a Star Wars thing. Like, this is fucking dope. I never had a Wampa figure as a kid, dude. But I had the fucking Abominable Snowman. So that was my Wampa. (laughs) That was something sick, though. Yeah, dude. Um, He's like a surfer, isn't he? No, he makes snow cones. Yeah, yeah, that's it. His fucking Mm -hmm. snow cones. Yeah. It's fun. It's harmless. Um... We do get surprisingly, like, each episode, there is at least one good, like, four to five minute scene that is just Mike and Sully. So I was very surprised seeing that, okay, not only we're we introducing a whole batch of characters, but we're not going to deviate away from our main ones. And I'm really proud of Pixar for doing that, because I thought that's what this series is going to do. Because, like, in the main promotional stuff, I don't even think Mike and Sully are included. Like, it's the new characters. No, they're not. And my understanding was I thought it was just going to be, like, one day of each worker. Like, just random workers, we'll see. No, they're a team. They're the maintenance team yeah, for the that's warehouse. Cool. That's, that's cool, though, then. Hmm. Um, so if we were to eventually see, like... And even season two of this show isn't confirmed, which blows my mind, because it had such a tight ending. Um, and the quality's interesting, too, because we've talked about several times on podcasts, Pixar just ups itself every fucking year. And they're, they're gorgeous. It's insane, the quality we got with Soul, especially. The lighting on the streets was absolutely beautiful. Um, Monsters at Work has the quality of Monsters Incorporated. Which is interesting because it kind of proves that that still holds up. It's not super detailed. I'm only seeing the same, you know, same first strands as I was of 2001 Sully. And I think that also helps blend that movie in better, too. As, you know, as far as like a timeline goes, um, if we were to see a sequel, because I feel like Monsters at Work again focuses a bit more on Mike compared to Sully, because at the end of every episode he has like a Mike's comedy class segment. It's like a two-minute skit or whatever. 
Um, I really feel like that helps push it's more of a Mike thing than a Sully show. If we were to get an Incorporated 2, I think it would work as well, because that could properly focus more on Sully without it feeling like Mike was ever in the shadow. Because this is the second time where Mike's had the forefront, and I love it. I think if we got a sequel to Monsters Incorporated, these four projects could be like the most proper out of order like series we get. The most contained thing that's fluid and coherent. Um, at least come out of the studio or from Disney, I feel like. But be cool, dude. But I don't know if there's even an audience for that anymore. Like you like I think there is, it's just not us anymore. But we grew up with that, so it's always weird when they're like going back and doing things. But I wouldn't be opposed to it. And I know people like people our age would go see it anyway. See, I think that's the issue that Pixar's dealing with. I think like if they were to do a Monsters Incorporated sequel, it would be us as the audience and just us. Almost. Oh really? Like that's who they would target it for? When I saw Cars Three in theaters, there was not a single kid in there. When I saw Incredibles, there was no kid. Like Incredibles Two. Yes, yeah, Incredibles Two as well. Um, no fucking kids. Finding Dory, even. I remember my high school girl from the time. This should have been a red fucking flag, dude. And I came opening night, and my mom's a huge Pixar fan. She took me to all the Pixar movies as a kid. So when I get a chance, dude, I'll see one of these fucking movies in theaters with her. If it's a sequel, and so, like, Finding Dory opening night, my mom was pumped, dude. She had a little fucking Facebook check-in and everything with us. We took selfies and a lot. She was excited. It was me, my mom, and my girlfriend at the time. Should have been a red fucking flag when my girlfriend in this almost sold-out theater for Finding Dory is threatening to fight kids. Wow. Okay. Yeah, dude. And I feel like that is an issue. Not, not obviously not just because she's threatened to fucking punch up a four year old for whatever reason, but like it's captivating more of our audiences, our our age group compared to that because we grew up with it. Um. So I don't know if we were to get like the monsters too. I also think at work kind of helps that just because it has this group of characters that newer kids can kind of like latch onto easier. Um. So I don't know. Incorporate, I think, would be, like, Incorporate, now that Toy Story's over, with what it would be the, fran- the, the, the series within Pixar to actually successfully right. do that, yeah. I think. Because Cars is done. Mm-hmm. Toy Story, hopefully, has just finished. Ink is the only one that they've still grown on, but haven't made the next movie installment. Yeah, that, that is- really. Other than Incredibles. Yeah, yeah. And I only argue Incredibles because, um... It had, like, I know it had at least one, maybe two original games as far as, like, the lore goes. That, like, the movies even acknowledge. That's why Incredibles 2 is years later, because one of the video games is the fucking Mole Man at the end of the first Incredibles. Okay. So, yeah, I feel like Monsters, Inc. would be the one to to capture that audience if it's there. But I still, I think Pixar in general, they need to do a better job with uh, marketing the sequel stuff if they continue to do it. Yeah, because that ink thing flew completely under the radar. Mm-hmm. There's so many people, but, you know, it's on there. Like, it pops up on Recommended, on, like, your streaming thing and everything every now and then. Mm-hmm. And it did, it, you know, but, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I would watch it. That's what I probably am going to watch tonight, dude, is that. I, I recommend it, dude. It's an easy binge. They're not even 20-minute episodes fully. They're, like, 17 or 18. Okay. It's a That's quick nice. watch. Yeah, I'll do that tonight. And then, yeah, I've been watching. So, you know, we're probably wrapping it up, aren't we? Yeah, in a second, but go ahead. Fuck it. <laughs> we're time yeah, traveling, we, dude. We got all the time in the world. 
I've been watching uh, Under the Silver Banner on on FX with Andrew Garfield. Mm-hmm. Pretty good, dude. Pretty good. Oh, sweet, dude. Yeah. Real descriptive. <laughs> just just watch it, dude. Just watch it. Okay. But anyway, that. Anyway, though, What's probably, your, what is your rating for Incorporated University, real quick? Okay, Incorporated is a best bin. University is a best bin on its way to Coruscant. Okay, um, I do like them, dude. I think they're easy watches, and they're like, you know, you turn them on, you have a good laugh every now and then. Mm-hmm. So, Incorporated is a Coruscant for me. Um, dude, I fucking love this movie, dude. This is one of those like I think this movie could do no wrong, honestly. I gotcha, I gotcha. Um, University's right out of Bespin. It's a very strong Bespin. I think out of the the Pixar sequels, not including the Toy Story ones, I think this is the best one we've gotten. I like this okay. more than Cars 3, for sure, and Finding Dory. Yeah, fuck, fuck Nemo, dude. Hey, I like Nemo, dude. Oh, yeah, he had the toys. My bad. Mine was Bugs Life, bro. See, Bugs Life was the one I wasn't too big on. That's Bugs interesting. Life was mine, dude. When Hopper comes down, and he's like... I'm the fucking man now. I was like, oh shit, dude. This is basically like the mafia. This is lit. <laughs> I'll it forever. It was. I'll forever like kick myself in the ass for not picking up more of those Pixar 4Ks when they came to like the Steelbooks. They were on Best Buy, dude. I hate that I don't have the Monsters Incorporated one because I have the Toy Story set. I have all four of them. I don't have Incorporated or University. And I love those Steelbooks. I hate I don't have them. My buddy, my my old coworker has all of the Disney's four uh, Ks on Steelbook when they went on sale. Like that's why I had it sale like two three years ago. Remember because no one was buying them. Mm-hmm. He did, they put them like ten bucks and you're like because it was right um right before Disney Plus came out they put those out. Yep, that was it. It was yep. that summer, yeah. Fuck. I remember like all my secondhand stores when like as I'd follow them on like social media yeah. to see what kind of stuff they get in whatever. As when Disney Plus launched. Those were hitting the second hand stores day one. All of those 4K releases that summer. Okay. It was fucking wild. Um, but yeah, dude. I think that kind of wraps it up for Monsters. Yeah, I think it did. It's a nice two two friends discussing two friend movies. That's exactly right, buddy. That's exactly right. What are we talking next week? I don't know now that we're fucking just jumping everywhere, dude. <laughs> I have no fucking idea, dude. We're talking... Uh... Holy fuck, what are we talking, bro? Oh, I know what we're talking about. Oh, Kenobi. No, dude. Okay, my bad, dude. I don't know that. Your most anticipated episode of the year. I guarantee it. Oh, nope. No, dude. Wild things. Oh, yeah, dude. That that awoke something in me that I'll never... I'll, I'll always remember. I bought the 4K Steelbook the other day. I gotta order it. I still haven't ordered it. I've been bad, dude. Actually, it might be here today now. I think about it. You're the day or tomorrow. She come in. It's just... You, you're gonna want to watch that, bud. You're gonna want to pause it, rewind it, fast forward, slow down. It, it's the greatest movie to ever come out in history. Oh, boy. I can't wait for next week then, dude. No, I'm, I'm fucking pumped, dude. Now that you say that, dude, there's life in me again now. Like, I'm so fucking ready to talk about it. Yeah, we just gotta record it in three weeks when we come back. Take one, dude. <laughs> Remember when that was my stream of the week and I was just gassing it up? Yeah. Most energetic I've ever been on a stream of the week. This was one of my stream of the weeks a couple weeks ago, too. Fuck it. Yeah, what is my stream of the week for this week, since you asked? Go for it. Yeah, we need a stream of the week. Go for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got you. Um, focus. Shout out to T if he uh, 
if he listens to this, my old manager, he told me to watch this movie for four four years. Never With watched it. Yep. With Margot Robbie. Mm-hmm. Pretty good movie, dude. Pretty good movie. Pretty good movie. This, I do recommend it. And you, you'll was, never uh, get fucking watched it, dude. When did you watch it? No, where I watched oh, it. Oh, where? Take, just take a guess. Take a, take a guess on one of the streaming services. Tubi? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're an asshole, dude. I had it in the voodoo. <laughs> in 4K. What? It's in the voodoo. <laughs> oh, is it really? Yeah, I talked about this on the Jack Depp Review show last year with Cam Sully, actually. Um, yeah, this was all, the reason why I picked that for that Mario Robbie episode we were on. Or I was on. Um, yeah, yeah. This constantly played at my Blockbuster on the PS3 kiosk before they shut down. Okay. My Blockbuster didn't shut down until 2014. So, I mean, yeah, dude. They kept that kiosk running the last fucking yeah, minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, that, the Focus was a good movie, dude. Will Smith, Margot Robbie, their heist, uh, con, con, con people. They're pickpockets, yeah. Yeah, pickpocketers, yeah. And they go on a, it's just a pretty wild adventure. Yeah. I recommend it, dude. I really do. It's a, it's a Batman. It's solid. It is solid. It's a fun movie. It's, it's a, it's a good like rental. I feel like. No, for sure, for sure. sure. Or Tubi, or Tubi watch. Yeah, check out Tubi, the superior streaming service. <laughs> Shout oh. out to whoever that was. Brian, Brian commented that oh, on our right interviews. Yeah. Shout out yeah, to you, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's wrap this up, dude. Let's wrap it up. Yeah, that's all you, man. Yeah, you guys. Um, check out the YouTube Galaxy Film Productions. The Star Wars Celebration vlog's coming out soon. If it's not already, who knows by the time this is up. Who really knows? <laughs> um, check out the Celebration recaps on the podcast over here. Ch- uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter and TikTok at Galaxy of Film. If you enjoy the show, please consider leaving us an iTunes review. It truly does help out the show much more than you can imagine. Thanks so much for listening, guys, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye, guys. Little Caesars. No, Chili's. Sponsor us.